Welcome to Ikoi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. We're speaking this morning on the mountaintop experience. The mountaintop experience. And I hope you are ready to go to the mountaintop to have a divine experience in God and with God. So go with the booklet to your office. We have to know during lunch hour, convert your lunch hour to prayer time. Spend time to pray. Even if you cannot join us at the time of prayer, make sure you are not on hunger strike. If you are fasting and you are not praying, that is what? Hunger strike. So nobody should go on hunger strike. We are not protesting to heaven over anything. Hallelujah. I would like us to sing from page 14. Nearer my God to thee. Nearer to thee. Right. 
from where we have to where you have. In this week, mighty God, glorify yourself in our lives. As we wait on you in fasting and prayer, none shall break down. None shall break up. Rather, we shall break through and we shall break forth and your name will be glorified. Bless us in your word this morning and take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You may be seated. The mountaintop experience, and we have read from Exodus chapter 34 that detailed the account of Moses' second mountaintop experience within a very short time, 40 days, 40 nights of fasting and prayer. There are different levels of Christian experience. Different levels of what? Christian experience. And all of us in church this morning you are at one of those levels. I'm one of those levels. Let's read Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel chapter 47 and see the four different levels of Christian experience. Ezekiel 47 from verse 1 to 6. Can we all read together? The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. 
for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing east. And the water was flowing from the south side. Verse 3. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through the water. That was what? And could deep. That's the first level of Christian experience. And several Christians, not just in Ukwe Baptist Church, all over the world, even though they have given their heart to Jesus, they are born again, they have not gone beyond the ankle level. It's the shallowest level of Christianity. They are born again, but they are still carnal, they are still worldly. And this week of fasting and prayer, God wants to promote such. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For every 1,000 cubits measured, every level of consecration taken, there's spiritual progress. I do pray that in this week of fasting and prayer, God will move you forward in your Christian experience. You will not be satisfied with the level that you have. The second level, let's read verse 4. Let's read together. And led me through water that was what? Knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to what? Up to the waist. Verse 5, he measured off another thousand but now it was what? A river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in a river that no one could cross. That's the level we should desire. Not the ankle deep, not the knee deep, not the waste level experience, but a level where you can swim in the glory of the almighty God. And that's what God is offering us this week. God is inviting every one of us to the mountaintop to have this wonderful experience. And I pray that you will not miss it in Jesus' name. When we talk about the mountaintop experience, we are talking about a place where you can have a face-to-face dialogue with God. Face-to-face encounter with Jehovah. And God deserves to do that for us. It's a sacred mountain of transfiguration. Transfiguration has to do with metamorpho. And that's where you have the word metamorphosis where you change from one level of glory to another. I'm here to see a man who come into the presence of God and come out the same. Something must rub on your life. The glory of God will settle over you that people will notice that something good, something great has happened to you. When that happened to the disciples in Matthew 17, you know what they saw. 
they came down with a testimony. You will come down with testimony also. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The mountaintop experience is a place of divine revelation. You have a mountain view. You could see what others are not seeing. Hallelujah. Some ideas about the mountaintop experience we want to glean from Ezekiel 47. The first idea about the mountaintop experience is that it provides you with an opportunity for divine restoration. Mountaintop experience provides you with opportunity for what? Divine restoration. Let's read verse, verse 1 of our text. Verse 1 of our text says, The Lord said to Moses, Who spoke to Moses? The Lord. And the Lord said what? Chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones. And I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Moses, in the previous chapter, was coming down from the first mountaintop experience. And unfortunately, the man that will not go to the mountaintop was already at the valley creating problem before his arrival. And Moses got down to the, man, I mean, to the valley and met who? Aaron. Aaron has misled the people of God, the congregation, into idolatry. And as Moses came down from the mountain and saw that he couldn't withstand it, out of anger. What did he do? What did he do to the two tablets of stone? He smashed it. He broke it. Can you imagine? After 40 days, 40 nights, fasting and praying, God gave you something. You have not even reached your destination. It's already been destroyed. What a waste. So God here in 34 now said, come, come back again. There's a carryover in your life. There's a repetition. Another 40 days began for Moses. Many of us have had great encounters with God in your Christian journey. But for some reasons, you broke it. God is saying, come again. There's another chance for you. There's another opportunity for you. Some of us have gone far in our Christian walk. You have had wonderful God moments in your life. But today, everything has been drained away because of the work of the flesh. Anger. God is saying, my daughter, my son, come again. Chisel out to stone. Can you just step back a little bit to Exodus chapter 32 and see 
the seriousness of what Moses did. Exodus 32 verse 10. Exodus 32, give us 16, please. Can we all read verse 16 together? The tablets were what? The work of God. The writing was the writing of God. Engraved on tablets. Can you imagine? And you are leaving church this morning, going back home, and something fell from heaven, deposited in your hand, and before you got home, you smashed it. Moses did that. But I thank God that God did not kill him. Can you see how loving our God is? God did not say, Moses, what I gave you, you broke it, then I will break you. God didn't do that. It's a restorer. Divine restoration is waiting for somebody in this week fasting and prayer. Whatever you have broken before, God is going to amend. God is going to replace. God is going to restore. In the name of Jesus. Mountaintop experience provides us with opportunity to present yourself before the Lord. And we see that in verse 2. Verse 2 says, Be ready in the morning and then come up on Mount Sinai Present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Present yourself to me where? On top of the mountain. What does it mean to present yourself? I remember those days in primary school. After assembly, once you get to the classroom, what's the first thing the teacher will do? Roll call. And when the teacher calls your name, what do you say? What do you say? Present, sir. It is after that you can do what? Sit down. So tomorrow, there will be roll call. There will be a divine roll call. That the angels will come here and they will call your name. Whose name should I call? Who wear a shirt? Present, sir. Hallelujah. Zoto Manasseh. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I pray tomorrow when heaven will call your name, it will not be absent, sir. I hope Sister Tola will not come with apology. You know, we normally take apologies. 
Let me touch your neighbor. Don't take apologies this week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you imagine God inviting somebody to come and you're absent? I know some of us have commitments. Like I said, go with the prayer journal. And anywhere you find yourself this week, stay in God's presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number three, the mountaintop experience demands prompt and complete obedience. Moses went early in the morning as instructed. He went alone, not Joshua this time around. And he went with the two tablets of stone as instructed by the Lord. The basic things God wants you to bring to the mountain as we wait on him this week include, number one, yourself, your journal, your Bible, your pen. Because God will be talking to you. There are some of us you never can say, ah, God spoke to me. This week, God will speak to you. Hallelujah. God will do what? Speak to you. And when God speaks to you, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Write it down. It's actually an insult to come to the presence of God without a jotter and a pen. One of my seminary teachers says, memory is notoriously unreliable. So write things down. Write, write, write. So I cannot come to God when I will not go to the professor's class without a pen and a book, a jotter to jot things down. God himself, yeah, see the world? He invited him to come with tablets of stone. God is going to speak to you. God will give some of us dreams, destiny dreams, destiny revelations. Write them down. You may not understand today, but sooner or later, it will become clear to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because of our time, I want to jump other points and move to item nine. The mountaintop experience guarantees that you will not wait on the Lord in vain. I'm yet to see a correct believer with an expectant heart that climbs the mountain of God and comes down with nothing. No. It is not possible for you to tarry before the Lord without something great, something that is heavy and eternal, not definitely settling on your life. Moses climbed the mountain with ordinary stone tablets, but returned with tablets having divine inscriptions on them. Moses climbed the mountain as an ordinary man, but he descended an extraordinary man 
his face began to shine to the glory of God. Have no doubt that something great will happen to you this week of fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something great, something extraordinary, something heavy is coming upon your life in the course of this fasting and prayer. In fact, beginning from this service. Look at verse 29. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, what happened? He was not aware that what? That his face was radiant. Why? Because he had spoken with the Lord. He climbed the mountain. Ordinary man was coming down with the glory of God. The face shining, radiant. Many times we fast and pray, you don't even know that something has happened to you. It is people around you that begin to share what God can do. Hallelujah. And what God has done. His face was shining, but he was not aware of it. He took Aaron. Aaron, the man of the valley. You will never see him climb mountain. Even though he was the high priest, every fasting and prayer opportunity he will not maximize. They are the type that always cause problems in the local church. They don't fast, they don't pray. And when you come, come down from the mountain, what you have brought down, they cover it. Is that not what they do to Moses? Say, Moses, this thing is too much, too much, too much. We can't relate with you. This glory is too much. Let's cover it small. And they cover the glory of God. Moses unfortunately made another mistake. He broke the other tablet. Now he has made another error. Do you know that what Moses did that day is what is affecting the Jews till today? That it's difficult for them to understand the gospel. And the Bible says it is only when they turn to the Lord that the veil will be removed. I pray what God will do for you this week. You will not cover it. You will not allow people that did not climb the mountain with you to destroy what God has arranged for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved, I encourage you not to miss the opportunity this fasting and prayer presents. Don't apply any earthly wisdom that will not advance God's purpose for your life. Receive the grace to pay the price. And you won't regret it. May the Lord help you and I not to cover his glory in our lives after this fasting and prayer. May we not err by allowing the flesh to rule over our lives after the mountaintop experience that is ahead of us. I pray none of us will break this divine experience that the Lord is about to graciously give us. We receive ahead of time victory 
over every fasting and post-fasting attack. Welcome to the mountain top. Welcome to a season of divine experience. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jafferday Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org.